0: Hello, everyone. So this episode will be about how I would talk to people who become like my children regarding what occurred against me as a child in terms of all of the abuses, including What happened to me as an early young adult, my adolescence, my pre-adolescence, and all those traumas is included. Well, I would not tell them all the trauma. Um, I would say that for me, if they want to listen to the podcast when they are old enough and want to hear all the details, that is their decision. If they choose not to, that is their decision too. Either way, I will not force them to hear such gritty, gruesome, grimy specificities of the mayhem of my boyhood. I have even came to the conclusion that I would never want to say or do or think or feel anything that would cause unnecessary wedges between me and the people who become like my children. And this is a major announcement I'm about to make, so be undistracted as I tell you this now if if people become like my children come to me and they tell me that my if I did adult films then they would feel that it would be hard f- for them to not see my adult film content because of people approaching them about it or them doing Google search. They're not trying to watch those movies for adults, but um It may come up on internet recommendation. Because sometimes it happens with search results. You're not trying to search for someone, but sometimes the internet will give you what you didn't search for. And sometimes the internet will give you recommendations that you did not request. So, they, you know, it may be a possibility to say, I don't want you to do adult films because... it would would gross me out and I would see things on the internet I don't want to see regarding you and just don't do that. It's much easier for me to enjoy our parental offspring relationship and not see all the details of your personal realm for public display. If they came to me for any reason, and just said, "Look, it—you know—having adult films will be hard to just be your child," because I feel like I want to be able to mind my business when it comes to what you do personally. But it, I feel like it's it's impossible because it's so out there. Then it, for any reason, all their reasonings, if they're like, I just don't want you to do adult films. Because I just want to see you as my parent and nothing else, right? I would not do adult films if they came to me and told me. For any reason, it could be one reason, it could be more than one reason. And if they said, just don't do it, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't make an argument. I wouldn't make it a debate. I wouldn't have a clap back. I wouldn't have a pushback. I wouldn't have a blowback. I wouldn't have a setback. I wouldn't have a tongue lash. I wouldn't have a backlash. I would not refute them. I would not question them. I would not be snarky nor snide in my response. I would not be sarcastic in my response. I would just obey them. That's it. I would just say, okay. Um, You know, I would tell them, okay. We'll do what you said, we'll, we'll, we will do what you requested. And that's it. Um, I'm not the type of adult that, dis- that um, dismisses the request and the concerns of young people. They may be youth. They may be young adults. I'm talking about them being of age in regarding the youth and young adults old enough to know the existence of adult films in that kind of world. Not... Not grooming them. No adult grooming. No child grooming. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that they're old enough to know certain things. I also feel like, you know... I it would even though people become like my children, their views would be the most potent for me. I would also say um, that I would talk to other parents because it's community decision. I would say, oh, you know, rend- you can render your verdict. You know, I've had this. Um, I've had this thought and I thought about doing adult films for people who are traditionally left out in terms of the sex conversation. And I would say, what are y'all thoughts? I would say to them, if there's more discomfort then if there's more of you uncomfortable than comfortable then I will not do adult films. If there's more comfort if y'all are more comfortable than uncomfortable then I'll do adult films. I also it like my, my like people come like when children they say um if they're more of I don't have a problem with it and we already have the proper safety blocks on the internet, then I would do it, you know, the adult films. But if they're, like, even if the parents are more of, overall, more of us are okay with it than not, I would still go, okay, how do people become like my children feel? If more of them would we'll go, I hear them, but... No, I wouldn't do it. Or, or I agree with them, then I would do it. But we would all agree that okay, there's clearly they're going to be need some porn blocks when it comes to me, or you may have to block my name from research. Research, you know. So I thought about that. You know, I thought about how making adult movies as a it has community impact, and the most impactful. Would be people become like my children Um And then in terms of telling What happened to me as a child To um Not just to my kids but um The other parents involved If they want to listen to the podcast And know all the details that's on them If they're like no then that's on them too either way I respect their decisions And um, If they're like I can't even read your Amazon book about it That's cool Or I'm gonna read it But certain details I don't want to read about That's cool Or Hey I'll just read The The easy parts of your book Okay I respect the decision No matter what you know, because I figured that for me, I tend to really do care about how people are impacted by my verbal and nonverbal expressions. Um, and then I thought about how if I wanted to. Um, Be a parent For me I thought about this controversy Um, So if my children called me by my first name Would I perceive it as a sign of disrespect? No Would I perceive it as a sign of denial of parental relationship? No, here's why When When I call them by their first name It's not about supremacy, no superiority. It's I'm honoring the fact that I'm referring to you by your government name. So I call them by their first name. But, well, you just got to call me dad. No, I would say dad is optional. And call my first name is optional because to be fair to the children, I would say. If my children have to call you Mr. or Mrs. or any non-binary title that's the equivalent of Mr. or Mrs. But I'm not sure what the exact title is, then you have to refer to them as Mr. or Miss or the non-binary title that they want to go by as equivalent of Mr. or Miss. Like if they have to call you Mr. Smith, then you and and let's say one of my children is a girl, you have to call her Miss it might be Myers or another last name. So I would say that adults and kids, well adults and my kids. If there's a whole, no, they can't call my first name, then you can't call my kids by their first name. If they have to address you in informal titles, you have to address them in formal titles. Now, if you're the adult, like, yeah, you can call me by my first name, then you call my kids by their first name. You call them what you want them to call you. That's what I would tell adults. Because I do not believe in the whole you have to call adults by their first name, but adults get to call kids by their first name. I deplore that, and I abhor that. I believe that um if they call me, if kids call me by my first name or just dad or pops or father or Hell, if they were wanted to call me, you know, Mister, it doesn't bother me. Those are all optional to me because it would be all optional for me to call them however they want to be called. I just call people that they want to be called. And then I thought about um how I would be um As a as a parent And um I would be the type of parent That would apologize To my children I would be the type of parent That would make amends with my children I would be the type of parent That would Before any Interaction is completed Between us Whether momentary or extensive I'd always ask them How did you feel when I looked at you this way Or how did you feel when I talked to you this way Or how did you feel about these word choices I use And how did you feel about My body language and facial expressions and gestures And I would be the type that would just teach them life skills Um You know, for example, and you've heard me say this many times, I would be um, the type of parent that would teach my kids um, intellectual virtues. The theories of multiple intelligences, the types of intimacies, the types of love. (laughs) I would teach them the traits of the disciplined mind, the traits of the undisciplined mind. I would teach them skills so I don't resort to physical... Violent expressions out of anger. See, when you teach your children life skills, that removes the possibility of putting your hands on your kids or using objects on your ch- on using objects and items to on your kids that are hurtful. Um, I would um. I would e- I would speak soft spokenly and soothingly to my children. I'll never raise my voice at them um, I would not put them in a situation where we're fighting physically in any other kind of way that would never happen, and my children would have a voice and a lot of times when people hear children having a voice, they think the child is being disrespectful now. that They can't be disrespectful now. I'm like, but adults have a voice, and they're and, but I don't think it's disrespectful for an adult to have a voice. So we should stop, and as a society, we should stop automatically assuming that every time they say, let children express themselves or have opinions or have a voice, they automatically think, oh, Make sure they're not disrespectful. I'm like, no, that shouldn't be a thought at all, because me and my children, we have automatic high high reverence for each other. We don't make each other God, though, because when people hear reverence, they think worship. No, not in this case. It's a deep, it's a deep and high respect. That my children and I would automatically have for each other, so us having a voice and expressing ourselves, there's nothing disdainful nor distasteful or tasteless or of ruination about that, because there are adults out here that need to be taught don't be disrespectful with your voice. Children shouldn't be the only people taught that, and adults express themselves negatively. It shouldn't be well, we gotta keep kids from expressing themselves negatively, not just children, especially adults and um it's okay for adults to express it's okay for adults to express themselves, not children that's a lie. Why not teach children and adults to express themselves? compassionately that's it moving right along I feel like I thought about what type of parent I wanted to be and I would not grow my kids up too fast but I would not want them to believe that life is squeaky clean all the time because it's not so I have a middle ground on that. It's basically me being gradual with having uneasy conversations with them all the you know, when I need to. Um I thought about you know you know, I would um Me, along with sex-positive educators, we would... appropriately demonstrate how to use condoms. How to use all forms of birth control. The only birth control method I would exclude is the pull-out method, but every other method, I would be okay with them, you know, learning. Um... For example, for myself, I would, um, when it comes to my kids, when they're of age and old enough and the law is not upset, um, I would make sure they get, you know, free condoms. I never want them to pay for them. I'm like, free condoms are available in every state. Of America, so I would I'd rather have free condoms shipped to them in unmarked envelopes Um, because that way they may not want people to see them purchase a condom. They may want to be sexually private and have sexual confidentiality, and I respect that about my children. I respect every detail of my children, and I would just say, okay, we can have them free condom shipped to you privately every week and you know i mean whenever you need them may not be every week but whenever you need them that way they can engage in wholesome wholeness holistic sex without so many people being in their business so that's a you know i'm just saying that um and me saying that it's not about their privacy because I wouldn't have my kids out there like that because I'm a public figure. You know, I will try my best not to have them out there like that. I don't think that will happen. Because there are plenty of public figures who, you don't really see their family like that. Or friends like that. Which is wise. So, um... Then I thought about the type of life that I wanted to live. And I would tell my uh, children that I would not want them to feel like I'm controlling all of their opinions on any given subject in my regard, in my view, for me, um, I would let them I would definitely desire for my children to be of Life skills of decision making, problem solving, creative thinking, lateral thinking, critical thinking, communication, interpersonal skills, self awareness and empathy, assertiveness and equanimity, and resilience, and coping with emotions and coping with stress. I do understand that resilience always does, uh, resilience doesn't always happen. Some things you don't quickly bounce from, and that's okay. I would teach my kids to, you know, to be mindful of attitude, emotional intelligence, emotional literacy, emotional self-regulation, gelatology, hope theory, and permanence, kindness, empathy, life skills, based education, moral development, people skills, personal boundaries, psychology, ruler, social intelligence, social skills, soft skills, study skills, vocational skills. The five key emotion skills of recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing, and regulating emotions, the acronym ruler. I'll teach them transversal skills, citizenship skills, numeracy skills, literacy skills, lifelong learning, professional development, personal development, financial literacy, um, For sure, that's what I would teach them. Um, I thought about the choices of sexual maturity. Mature sexual choices versus immature sexual choices. Teaching others compassionate sexuality rather than just being taught. About the fundamentals of sex. Developing depth of healthy sexual understandings rather than struggling with the basics of pleasure. Sexual self evaluation rather than sexual self criticism, seeking sexual unity rather than promoting sexual disunity, desiring Sexual prudence rather than desiring sexual train wrecks, careful sexual study and careful sexual observation rather than sexual disinformation, sexual misinformation, and sexually half-hearted, half-stepping efforts. Active sexual... movement rather than incautious sexual apathy and incautious sexual misery sexual confidence rather than sexual fear Sexual feelings and sexual experiences evaluated in the light of the content of character rather than sexual experiences evaluated according to sexual feelings. One way to evaluate sexual maturity is by looking at the sexual choices we make. I am noting many of the ways these sexual choices change with our sexual growth. And when I think of my children I say to myself they are People of truth. There's nothing false in them. And they also make me say to myself here are truly human beings in whom there is no deceit. And when they think of me, they say to themselves, My dad is of no deception, no trickery, no double dealing, no untruth, no insincerity, no craftiness, no treachery, no treason, no betrayal, no mendacity. No falsehoods, no trickiness, no lying, no deceitfulness, no duplicity, not cunning, no fast ones, and not a snow job, not a hokum. H- no- There's no dishonesty in my father. And we w- and when we think of each other, we say to ourselves... We compliment each other's honesty, frankness, and sincerity. We make appropriate negotiations with each other. And we actually reason with each other. There is no... Minimization of each other's humanity, and there is no idol worship of one another.